0: To the Locked on Titans podcast, I am your host, Tyler Rowland. Titans fans, this Football Friday Game Preview edition of the Locked on Titans podcast is presented by Pepsi. This football season will be different, and Pepsi is here to get you ready for game day no matter how you watch this season. Pepsi is the refreshment you need to power through game day and become a member of the League of Football Watchers. These passionate fans are the real generational talent that Pepsi fuels, because Pepsi isn't made for those who play the game. It's made for those who watch it. Pepsi, made for football watching. Go to madeforfootballwatching.com to check out the latest football watching content from Pepsi. The Titans have a major matchup against the Cleveland Browns this weekend. Both teams 8-3 and three and are squarely in the middle of the playoff seeding race. So this is a big time AFC matchup for the Titans and I am breaking down every aspect of the game with you guys on today's Football Friday Game Preview Locked on Titans Podcast. So first, we are going to take a look at my big picture keys to victory for the Titans. What are the major things they need to focus on to make sure that they can be victorious at home against the Browns? So we will start there, and then we will zoom in our microscopes just a tad and take a look at some of the individual matchups that we need to keep our eye on throughout the course of this ball game. Going to give you two on offense, going to give you two on defense as well that I think will really make the difference on Sunday, and then we will cap off today's Football front game preview by having a little bit of fun here. Talk about all the other angles that we can look at this game from. Gonna talk about the most recent injury update for both teams. Gonna talk about fantasy in my beautiful dark twisted fantasy preview. Tell you who I would key up for daily and season long. And then we will also talk about the gambling information surrounding this game and keeping it plus 100. I'll give you the over under and the current spread and tell you how I would bet this Titans game if you wanted to have a little bit more fun. And then finally, I will give you my game and score prediction. And spoiler alert, I feel very, very good about the Titans' chances this weekend. So breaking everything down on a game preview, it is Football Friday here on the Locked On Titans podcast. Keys to victory, players to watch, injuries, fantasy, gambling, and my game and score prediction. A lot to get into today. Let's get it! The Tennessee Titans take on the Cleveland Browns this weekend in a critical AFC matchup between two, eight, and three teams. What are the Titans' keys to victory? My name's Tyler Roland, and this is your Tennessee Titans lead story from the Locked On Titans podcast. A critical matchup for the Titans on Sunday in a bout between... Two big-time AFC contenders, the Titans at 8-3, and the Cleveland Browns at 8-3. and Both teams built on a powerful rushing game. So when we look at the keys to victory for the Titans, it makes sense that we would start on the defensive side of the ball. And the number one key and the most important key for the Titans, no matter which side of the ball you're discussing on Sunday, will be slowing down the Cleveland Browns. Potent rushing attack led by two star running backs in Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. The Browns have the best running game in the NFL, averaging over 161 yards per game. They do a fantastic job of tying their run game to their passing game. They have had struggles in the passing game. They're the third worst passing offense in the NFL at 194.4 yards per game. So the Titans have to find a way to slow down that Cleveland Browns running game Force them to be in third and long situations, second and long situations, and force Baker Mayfield, who has struggled mightily throughout the year despite the Browns' success in the win-loss column, force Baker Mayfield to beat you in this game. He is missing his best weapon in Odell Beckham Jr. to injury for the rest of the season. Jarvis Landry, who is a solid number 2 option in the NFL, is now the number one option. He's been dealing with injuries throughout the year, so the Titans will have to find a way to make the Browns lean on that passing game that has not led them to success throughout the year. One thing to consider when slowing down the run, even more specific, is that the Browns do prefer to run to the right side of the line. That is a name that the Titans know very well. Right tackle for the Browns, Jack Conklin. So the Titans will have to slow down the run, but for focus even more on slowing down the right-sided run that the Browns lean on so much. Moving to the offensive side of the ball for the Titans, and the Browns' defense, while being competitive throughout the year, is nothing to write home about, and the Titans' explosive offense should be able to score a good amount of points on this Browns' defense, but one way that they can focus that attack is by challenging the Cleveland Browns Through the air. The Browns have a much worse passing defense than they do a rushing defense. They're top 10 in the NFL in rushing defense, giving up 108 yards per game, but they are 20th in the NFL in passing defense, giving up 246.7 yards per game. So the Titans will be able to attack the Browns through the air, and then you consider that the Browns will be missing two key starters, safety Ronnie Harrison and cornerback Denzel Ward. That should allow the Titans to light up the Cleveland Browns defense through the air even more. So I expect the Titans to be able to take advantage of the banged up Browns secondary. And then the final key to victory for the Tennessee Titans is one that will be a key to victory most weeks as it will often turn the tide in a game. But the Titans have to find a way to win the turnover battle. The Titans have turned the ball over the least in the NFL. So really what it comes down to is can the Titans defense take advantage of Baker Mayfield and get a turnover on the Browns offense in the Browns three losses on the year they've only had three losses in those three losses they have lost the turnover battle 6-1 to so it's very obvious that this Browns offense if they get behind if they turn over the ball they don't have the passing attack and it takes them away from their rushing attack which is the best part of their team so getting ahead on the Browns which often does include getting a turnover on that offense can change the balance of the game, take them out of what kind of team that they want to be and lead to an easy victory for the Tennessee Titans. So stop the Cleveland Browns rushing attack, get the Browns offense in third and long second and long situations, require them to lean on Baker Mayfield and the passing game and more often than not you'll be able to get stops and then more likely than not you'll be able to get that turnover that we are talking about and then that'll lead to the Titans being able to attack through the air early on and then salt the game away with the stud star running back Derrick Henry as they typically do. So that is the plan I expect the Tennessee Titans to follow on Sunday. But that is gonna do it for my bigger picture view, my big picture keys to victory for the Titans. Let's zoom in a little bit and talk about the individual battles that will make a difference and in individual players to watch on Sunday that will help the Titans determine whether they move to nine and three or drop to eight and four. continue this game preview football Friday here on the Locked on Titans podcast. We just took a look at my big picture keys to victory time to look at the individual players and individual matchups to watch in this game. Before we dive into that, I do want to remind you coming next week on the Locked on Titans podcast, it is Monday, Thursday, Through Friday content for you guys. We will be recapping this game against the Browns on Monday. I will give you my keys to what took place. Take a look at individual performances after the game as well and tighten up and tighten down and recap what took place in the football world in the AFC and where the Titans sit in the playoff picture after the weekend. Tuesday's Tic Tac Tuesday with the Tic Tac 4-pack breaking down the four most impactful plays from the previous week from a and X's and O's perspective. Rewatch Wednesday, I give you my additional analysis from rewatching the coaches tape. A lot of good nuggets in there as I dump my notes for you guys. Before we move into beginning preparation for the next week, which takes place on Thursday with a crossover Thursday conversation coming up, it will be Tony Wiggins from the Locked on Jags podcast. Although our teams are division rivals, Tony is one of my favorite people to talk to to in the Locked On Podcast Network, so make sure that you're ready for that conversation, and next week we'll be right back here for a game preview football Friday, so make sure that you don't miss any of the upcoming content on the Locked On Titans podcast, make sure you're subscribed on whatever platform you do stream, whether that's Apple Podcasts, following on Spotify, by the way, really appreciate anybody sending me your Spotify wrapped information, having me as one of your top listened to podcasts of the year, greatly appreciated if you do that, I'll make sure to retweet you, like, you know, make sure to uh, thank you guys for all of the support. But that's all housekeeping items. We need to dive back into this game preview and talk about the individual matchups that will make a difference. On the defensive side of the ball, I have two for you, and I think the Titans' defense is much more critical than the offensive side of the ball in this game. The Titans will be able to score. I feel very confident in that fact. It's all about if the Titans can slow down this Browns rushing attack. I am not worried about Baker Mayfield whatsoever. I am worried about this running game only, and that means that the Titans' defensive line and middle linebackers Jeffrey Simmons, Daquan Jones, Jack Crawford, Matt Dickus Dickerson, Tyier Tart, Derek Roberson, Tazar Skipper, Harold Landry, Rashawn Evans, Will Compton, David Long, Desmond King. These players, I know that it's players to watch, but I'm just giving you the front seven of the Titans defense. I'm not worried about the Browns receiving core and their receiving options. I am worried about stopping the run and holding up physically against this dominant Cleveland Browns offensive line. They have been the best offensive line in the NFL this year. I want to make sure that I overstate that so you guys understand this team will run the ball. It's all about slowing them down. So, Can Jeffrey Simmons dominate the Browns' interior offensive line? Wyatt Teller, Joel Batonio, they have been the best set of guards in the NFL this year. So how will Daquan Jones, how will Jeffrey Simmons, how will Matt Dickerson, Tyere Tart? how will they stand up against those interior guys? And on the outside, Jedrick Wills is a solid rookie, but Jack Conklin has been stellar, and that's something that we should expect. We know him intimately. So... Will Harold Landry, will Jack Crawford, will the second-level defenders for the Titans, Rashawn Evans, Will Compton, David Long, Desmond King, will they be able to stand up against the solid Browns offensive line, their guards getting to the second level, their tackles getting to the second level. Another thing to consider is while the Browns focus on a zone run scheme like the Titans outside zone, inside zone, the Browns have done a great job of working in gap scheme runs, which are pulls, counters, uh toss sweeps with lead guards out. The the Browns guards, especially Wyatt Teller, are, are good at pulling. So even though Kevin Stefanski wants to lean on a zone-based running scheme, you're going to tailor the your offense to the talents of your players. The Titans have been doing more gap scheme runs with pullers. We saw that a lot against the Colts. I highlighted that in rewatch Wednesday that the Titans have gone to more pool runs with Nate Davis and Roger Saffold. They're athletic guards. Let them get out in some space. Let them get on the move. And that counters interior penetration and and strong gap penetration by teams that are trying to take away what zone run teams are trying to do. So the Browns have good counters to that. Can the Titans front seven hold up I've spent a lot of time talking about the Browns' run offense. I've spent a lot of time right here talking about how the Titans need to stop the run. That is the only thing that matters in this game, guys. It's the only thing that matters. If the Titans stop the Browns' run game, they'll win in dominant fashion. Dominant fashion. I fully believe that. The Browns' passing offense is garbage. Baker Mayfield is one of the worst quarterbacks in the NFL. They have no good receiving options to worry about. The defense is not that good. There are two things to worry about in this game. Two. That's it. And if the Titans could take care of those two things, they will win, as I said, in dominant, double-digit fashion. Stop the run. That's all that matters. And then the only other thing that really matters on the offensive side, of it, it's not one of the two big things, but on the offensive side of the ball for the Browns, they only really have Jarvis Landry. Odell Beckham is gone. He's out for the season. Jarvis Landry has 20 more targets than the next closest Cleveland Brown. He's got 66 targets on the year. 604 receiving yards. 46 catches. One touchdown, which came last week on a a really well uh, run route. And a good throw by Baker Mayfield. I I crushed him, made fun of him on Twitter. He's not a good quarterback, but it was a good throw. Good throw on on a pinpoint back shoulder throw low. But the point is, Jarvis Landry is the only receiving option whatsoever that I'm worried about with the Browns. It's the only person. Rashad Higgins, no. Not worried about him at all. Even the tight ends. David Njoku, Austin Hooper, not worried about them. Not. Those aren't options that I was more worried about the Colts' options than I am the Browns' options in the passing game. So if Desmond King who, since he's come to the Titans, has been targeted 16 times, 12 catches, 143 yards, no touchdowns. Pretty solid work from Desmond King since he arrived. Quite frankly, you could argue he changed the defense. So from my perspective, if Desmond King can stop Harold Landry, Harold Landry, if Desmond King can stop Jarvis Landry in the slot, if I said Harold earlier too, my bad. But if Desmond King can stop Jarvis Landry in the slot for the Browns, and the Titans can stop the run, the Browns have literally nothing else to do. They have nothing left. So, that's what I see from an individual standpoint for the Browns' offense versus the Titans' defense quickly on the other side of the ball. I think things are simpler here on the other side of the ball. It's all about Jeff Swaim and David Questenberry blocking Miles Garrett. I don't care what it takes. Double-team Miles Garrett... Every single snap. Every single snap. Tight end, running back, tackle. I don't care. Triple team the guy. I don't care. But do not. You cannot allow the only, the only good defensive player on the Browns. Well, top five. Miles Garrett's the best edge rusher, best pass rusher in the NFL, period, in my opinion. But you cannot allow all of the other mediocre defenders on the Browns. To, to beat you, and you're not, because they can't. Miles Garrett is the only one with the ability to beat you on the Browns' defense. Do not allow him to do it. Run away from him, double-team him on pass plays, whatever it takes. Do you guys hear the aggression in my voice when I talk about stopping the run and stopping Miles Garrett? That is it. Those are the only two things that the Browns have that make them a dynamic team whatsoever. In my opinion, they are one of the most overrated teams in the NFL. Their record is completely fraudulent. The Browns are a middling team in the NFL with a a terrible passing defense, with a terrible passing game. If you stop the run, if you triple-team Miles Garrett, they have nothing. Nothing. The Titans should crush them like a grape if they do those two things. Now, easier said than done stopping the best rushing game in the NFL, but... The Titans should be able to do it. They're a disciplined defense, and when they can focus on something like that, I I think they can wipe it away. So, the last player to watch here. The last player matchup. Johnu Smith and Anthony Ferkser. Ferkser hasn't practiced so far this week. It's not injury-related, but it's something to be concerned about. I'll talk more about that at the beginning of our next segment when we get into the miscellaneous items. But Johnu Smith, Anthony Ferkser, who had a goose egg last week. Zero for zero on one target. They have to find a way to take advantage of the Browns linebackers and safeties. Uh, Sendejo, who is coming in for Ronnie Harrison, is terrible in pass coverage. Carl Joseph is is a box safety, a run-stuffing safety. He's terrible in pass coverage. You have linebackers for the Cleveland Browns like Mac Wilson— B.J. Godson, Malcolm Smith. We talked to Jeff Lloyd from Locked On Browns. He talked about Taki Taki, their most physical run defender, being out of this game. So, not only are the Browns in a bad spot in terms of their rushing defense, they're in even a worse spot in terms of their passing defense when it comes to their safeties and their linebackers. So, that's something that the Titans will have to attack and to do that, they need to get Jonu Smith and Anthony Furkser involved over the middle. Once again, they had 0k just for zero yards last week. That cannot be the case this week. The Titans have to find a way to get Jonu Smith and Anthony Ferkser lined up one-on-one against the Browns' safeties and linebackers and take advantage, and that's how the Titans can attack in the air. The Titans can just attack everywhere. The Browns have a terrible secondary, mostly through injuries, but the reality is it's a terrible secondary. Their linebackers aren't good in pass coverage. Attack in the passing game. So it all is working together now. You get the full picture from a game plan standpoint, the bigger picture, then the individual picture, the individual matchups that matter, but at the end of the day, the last thing I'm going to say here before we get into the miscellaneous items, the Titans stop the run by the Browns, and they double team and triple team Miles Garrett and don't let him affect the game the Titans will win this game in a landslide. So I am going to let that be a little bit of a teaser of what my game and score prediction could be. We are going to get to that at the end of the show next. We are going to talk about the most recent injury update. We are going to talk gambling. We are going to talk fantasy. And then, of course, as I mentioned, tell you how I think this game plays out on the field and on the scoreboard. It is a Football Friday game preview here on the Locked on Titans podcast. First, we went over my big picture keys to victory for the Titans. Stop the run, attack in the passing game, win the turnover battle. We talked about the individual matchups to watch. The Titans front seven and defensive line against the Browns offensive line. King, Desmond King against Jarvis Landry in the slot. Jonu Smith and Anthony are against the safeties and linebackers of the Browns. And then David Questenberry and Jeff Swaim against Miles Garrett. But now it is time to have a little bit of fun and get into some of the miscellaneous items and some of the alternate angles that we need to cover this game from. And we are going to start with the most updated injury report for both teams. And we will get into the Titans injury report. Report for some concerning things on here, but we've seen some patterns throughout the year that would give us a little bit of optimism, even though it looks kind of bad. Tight end Anthony Ferger, as I mentioned earlier, has not practiced on Wednesday or Thursday, but it is not injury related. And then Deontay Foreman, the running back with the knee injury, didn't practice Wednesday, was full on Thursday. Adoree Jackson. Continues to mispractice. I talked at length at the beginning of the show yesterday about his situation. Clearly a setback was suffered no matter what the organization wants to say. It's unfortunate that it doesn't look like the Titans can rely on Adoree Jackson the rest of the season. Another concerning one here. Guard Roger Saffold, with his ankle injury, did not participate on Thursday either, although defensive tackle Jeffrey Simmons did return to practice and was limited with his knee injury. Jonu Smith has not practiced either day this week, Wednesday or Thursday, and right tackle Dennis Kelly, who was able to practice in limited fashion Wednesday, did not practice on Thursday, so that's something to watch as well. And more positive news, wide receiver Adam Humphreys continued to be a full participant as well did tight and Michael Pruitt. A.J. Brown, Harold Landry, Isaiah Wilson were all added to the injury report on Thursday and did not participate. A.J. Brown with a hip and Harold Landry and Wilson with an illness and then finally Kari Blossom game was added to the injury report on Thursday was limited with a shoulder injury so that's what things look like for the Tennessee Titans some real concern about Roger Saffold, Dennis Kelly and of course Adoree Jackson but at this time we should expect at least Dennis Kelly and Johnu Smith to be able to go looking at the Cleveland Browns as mentioned Denzel Ward is out of this game with a calf injury all all other players on the injury report for the Browns were either limited or full. That's Jack Conklin, Jordan Elliott, Nick Harris, Kareem Hunt, Sheldrick Redwine, Vincent Taylor, Wyatt Taylor, J.C. Tretter, Jarvis Landry, and Kaderil Hodge at wide receiver. So the Browns are pretty healthy. Uh, nothing other than the things that we know Ronnie Harrison and Denzel Ward should be of concern to them. Now. Let's get into some more fun with my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy Preview. And I will tell you exactly what I would do with season-long and daily fantasy options for the Titans. And this may be the simplest day of the season for my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy Preview. Play them all. Everybody. You got Jonu, roll them out there. Corey, AJ, I'd even consider Humphreys if you had a a low-end spot that you needed to fill. Jonu Smith, if if he plays, of course, you know that it looks like he will. It looks like maintenance, but you never know. Something to watch. Ryan Tannehill, firing him up. No question. Derrick Henry, of course. So, everybody on the Titans offense is getting fired up this weekend. Daily, season long, doesn't matter. Play your Tennessee Titans, folks. I expect a lot of points on Sunday. Now, Let's move into the gambling information surrounding this game and keeping it plus 100. So, the Titans are currently five and a half point favorites in this game. So, sacrificing five and a half points, I've seen in some places that number all the way up to six. I mean, I gotta tell you the honest truth, guys. I bet it. I'd bet it. If you could tease it to make it more advantageous, then certainly. Go ahead and do that. But I don't care if it's six. I don't care if it's five and a half. I'm betting that number. I feel very confident about the Titans in this game. You have felt that throughout the show. And I will confirm that for you when we get into the game and score prediction. We are right around the corner. But let's get into the over-under here. It is 53 and a half. And quite frankly, I think that the score goes up. Under, and I know that I'm preaching that the Titans will score a lot of points, and I understand that that may make you nervous, but in my opinion, I still see it going under. It could be 31 to 13, 38 to 13, and that would still be under a 53 and a half number. The Browns aren't going to score a lot of points in this game. They're not so I like the under there if you can push it up even more and take the under I like that even better But I like the under in this game. I like the titans Minus five and a half Uh, that's how I would play this game and I feel pretty good about it as well Which I guess should probably make you all hesitant but at the end of the day I can't lie from what I see on tape from I watched the last month of games for the Cleveland Browns. I watch the Titans every week multiple times. I see the way these teams match up. And I just have to say, I love Titans minus five and a half. I love under 53 and a half. And that leads us into my game and score prediction. So let me tie a bow on this Football Friday game preview edition of the Locked on Titans podcast. I see the Titans winning this game, as I'm certain you are not surprised, but the score... May surprise you. Tennessee Titans 31, Cleveland Browns 13. And quite frankly, if I picked a secondary score, it would be 38 to 10. I think the Titans roll the Browns, in this game. The Titans are a totally different caliber of football team than this Browns team. I am unimpressed with them as a ball club. They have a good coach in Kevin Stefanski. Everything they do in the passing game is 100% schemed up. It's like uh, it's like if the Titans had a terrible quarterback, basically, is what we're seeing. Good coaching with a terrible quarterback. That That's what I'm watching when I watch the Browns. Baker Mayfield's terrible. He's a horrible quarterback. He's one of the worst quarterbacks in the NFL. It won't be long before he's a backup. Um, I don't know how else to say it. He's miserable. And all they can do is run the ball. And while their offensive line is good, I don't see any first-team, all-pro-level offensive linemen. Maybe uh, Wyatt Teller at guard. But he's kind of been a revelation. It's not like he's been a a lifelong career stud. He was just a, a middling guy, just another guy. And all of a sudden, he's been great. So good for him. That's excellent for him. But I'm not overly intimidated by the Cleveland Browns in any sort of way. So I know what you're all thinking right now in your heads is that I have fundamentally jinx the Titans in this game and we will see them do a classic Tennessee Titans play down to the level of their competition. And I say that about an 8-3 and team and I know that I shouldn't, but I can't help what I've seen here with the limited secondary that they have hurting their defense, the limited quarterback play... I- I just think the Titans are a far superior football team, and they're playing at home. There's just no reason the Titans should lose this game. 31-13, to Tennessee Titans whoop up on the Browns and continue to cement themselves as the third best team in the AFC at minimum at minimum. I think if the Titans got the opportunity to play the Steelers over again, things would be a little bit different, but I'm not willing to go out on a limb and say that the Titans would win that game. So that's how I see things playing out. The Titans will stop the run to a decent amount. The Titans will be able to decimate the Browns injured secondary in the passing game. The Titans will get turnovers on Baker Mayfield because he's inaccurate, and just not a very good quarterback. So that's how I see it playing out. And I think the Titans roll. So I'll be back with you guys on Monday to go over everything that took place, hopefully a victory Monday for the Tennessee Titans. But that's going to do it for me today. As always, I am your host, Tyler Rowland, and this was Locked on Titans.